Speak Indo podcast is a medium to think about life while learning the Indonesian language and culture. Season 1, Episode 4 The Folk Story of the Hawk Conqueror from South Sulawesi Pada zaman dahulu kala, ada sebuah negeri di daerah Sulawesi Selatan yang diperintah oleh seorang raja. Raja tersebut mempunyai tujuh orang putri. Menurut adat di kerajaan itu, jika raja memiliki putri sampai tujuh orang, maka salah seorang di antaranya harus dipersembahkan kepada seekor raja wali raksasa agar keluarga istana tidak tertimpa nasib buruk. Hal tersebut membuat sang raja sedih dan khawatir karena ia tidak mau kehilangan salah seorang putrinya. Ia pun berpikir keras mencari jalan keluar bagaimana caranya agar ketujuh putrinya tersebut dapat hidup semua. Sudah berhari-hari sang raja tidak enak makan dan tidak nyenyak tidur memikirkan hal itu. Hingga pada suatu hari, tiba-tiba ia terpikir untuk mengadakan perlombaan yang dibuka untuk rakyatnya untuk mengalahkan Raja Wali tersebut dengan kesaktian masing-masing. Keesokan harinya, Sang Raja segera mengumpulkan seluruh rakyatnya di depan istana dan mengumumkan perlombaan tersebut. Raja menawarkan untuk menikahkan putrinya dengan pemenang perlombaan tersebut jika pemenangnya laki-laki dan untuk mengangkat pemenangnya sebagai keluarga istana jika pemenangnya perempuan. Perlombaan akan dilaksanakan dalam waktu seminggu lagi ketika Raja Wali Raksasa akan datang ke negeri tersebut. Mendengar pengumuman tersebut, rakyat negeri tersebut segera melatih kesaktian mereka masing-masing dengan harapan bisa menjadi pemenang perlombaan raja. Sementara itu, para pengawal istana membuat sebuah baruga atau pendapa di sebuah tempat yang agak jauh dari istana. Baruga tersebut merupakan tempat tinggal sang putri sebelum dimakan Raja Wali dan dibuat untuk memancing kedatangan burung Raja Wali tersebut. Selain itu disiapkan juga segala macam kue-kue, nasi ketan, dan minuman untuk burung Raja Wali tersebut. Seminggu berlalu dan tibalah hari kedatangan Raja Wali Raksasa tersebut. Pagi-pagi sekali, salah seorang putri raja yang menjadi persembahan diantar ke baruga tersebut oleh keluarga, pengawal istana, dan juga banyak warga negeri itu. Mereka sangat khawatir terhadap nasib sang putri yang akan menjadi makanan Raja Wali Raksasa jika tidak ada warga yang mampu mengalahkannya. Mendekati waktu kedatangan Raja Wali Raksasa, semua orang kembali ke istana dengan cemas dan tinggallah sang putri seorang diri di atas baruga itu. Di sekitar baruga sudah bersiap-siap semua peserta perlombaan dengan berbagai macam senjata di tangan mereka. Tidak lama kemudian, Seorang pemuda pengembara melintas di tempat itu. Melihat seorang gadis cantik sedang duduk termenung di atas baruga 
Ia pun segera naik ke atas baruga dan menghampiri gadis itu dan bertanya mengapa gadis itu terlihat sedih. Sang putri menjelaskan keadaannya yang akan dijadikan persembahan korban untuk Raja Wali Raksasa dan tentang perlombaan raja untuk mencari orang yang dapat mengalahkan Raja Wali tersebut. Pemuda itu menawarkan diri untuk menemani putri di Baruga supaya dapat melindunginya dari Raja Wali. Sambil menunggu Raja Wali, pemuda itu tertidur. Ketika hari semakin siang, tiba-tiba terdengar suara seperti angin topan datang menerjang. Dari kejauhan, tampak seekor burung raksasa sedang terbang sambil menggerakkan sayapnya menuju ke arah Baruga. Mengetahui bahwa yang datang adalah burung Raja Wali Raksasa itu, maka sang putri segera membangunkan pemuda itu. Pemuda itu mengeluarkan senjata sakti berupa sebuah belati yang dapat menikam sendiri dan seutas tali yang dapat mengikat sendiri. Begitu hinggap di Baruga, Raja Wali itu langsung memakan kue-kue, nasi ketan, dan minuman yang tersedia. Setelah selesai menghabiskan makanan dan minuman tersebut, Raja Wali bersiap untuk memakan sang putri. Pemuda itu segera memerintahkan talinya untuk mengikat Raja Wali itu dan dengan cepat tali ajaib itu meluncur dan melilit seluruh tubuh Raja Wali itu. Sang Raja Wali berusaha melepaskan lilitan tali itu dengan menggerakkan sayapnya. Tak lama kemudian, tali itu mengendur karena tidak kuat menahan gerakan sayap Raja Wali itu. Tali tersebut meminta bantuan kepada pemuda itu karena tidak sanggup menahan gerakan sayap Raja Wali. Pemuda itu segera memerintahkan belatinya untuk menusuk Raja Wali tersebut. Belati pun meluncur cepat menusuk Raja Wali raksasa itu berkali-kali hingga akhirnya Raja Wali itu mati. Sang putri masih menutup matanya karena ketakutan. Ia hanya mendengar suara pemuda itu sedang berbicara dengan seseorang. Namun setelah membuka matanya, sang putri merasa heran karena tidak ada orang lain kecuali dia dan pemuda itu. Para warga yang bersembunyi di sekitar tempat itu baru muncul setelah Raja Wali itu mati. Senjata mereka tidak sempat digunakan karena pemuda itu dengan cepat sekali membunuh Raja Wali itu. Akhirnya para peserta perlombaan yang merasa dirinya sakti segera memotong-motong tubuh Raja Wali itu. Pemuda yang telah mengalahkan Raja Wali itu berpamitan kepada sang putri karena ingin melanjutkan perjalanannya. Sebagai ucapan terima kasih, sang putri memberikan selendangnya kepada pemuda itu. Setelah pemuda itu pergi, Sang putri dengan tandu diantar warga kembali ke istana. Sebagian warga saling berebut ingin membawa tubuh Raja Wali itu ke hadapan sang raja. Namun karena tubuh Raja Wali itu besar, maka para warga membagi-baginya. Ada yang membawa kepala, ada yang memikul paha, dan ada yang mengambil kaki Raja Wali itu. Mereka ingin disebut sebagai pahlawan yang berhasil mengalahkan Raja Wali itu. 
Sesampainya di istana, raja dan seluruh keluarga istana sangat gembira melihat putrinya selamat dan bertanya kepada putri siapa orang yang berhasil mengalahkan Raja Wali Raksasa itu. Putri mengatakan bahwa ia tidak mengenal pemuda itu dan tampaknya pemuda itu bukan warga negeri tersebut. Putri juga tidak tahu bagaimana pemuda itu mengalahkan Raja Wali Raksasa karena ia menutup mata ketakutan. Ia hanya mendengar suara pemuda itu berkata untuk mengikat dan menusuk Raja Wali. Raja bertanya apakah putrinya bisa mengenali pemuda itu jika bertemu lagi. Dan putrinya menjawab ia dapat mengenali pemuda itu dan ia juga memberikan selendangnya ke pemuda tersebut. Raja mengerti bahwa bukan rakyatnya yang membunuh Raja Wali Raksasa dan ia mengumumkan kepada rakyatnya bahwa tidak ada dari mereka yang ditentukan sebagai pemenang perlombaan. Tapi Raja akan mengadakan pesta besar untuk perayakan kebebasan mereka dari Raja Wali Raksasa. Pesta besar-besaran dengan banyak makanan dan minuman berlangsung ramai dihadiri oleh seluruh rakyat negeri itu. Raja juga mengadakan lomba main bola. Di serambi istana, Sang Raja bersama Permaisuri dan ketujuh putrinya duduk menyaksikan lomba bola tersebut. Peserta lomba bergantian masuk arena lomba memainkan bola. Di tengah keramaian penonton, tiba-tiba seorang pemuda gagah memasuki arena lomba. Pemuda itu mempermainkan bola dengan lincah dan di lengannya terikat sebuah selendang wanita. Putri Raja pun mengenali pemuda yang telah menyelamatkan dirinya dari Raja Wali Raksasa. Raja memanggil pemuda tersebut dan menanyakan apakah benar ia yang mengalahkan Raja Wali. Pemuda itu menjawab memang ia orangnya dan ketika Raja menanyakan senjata yang digunakan olehnya, pemuda itu menjawab bahwa ia menggunakan tali dan belati sakti yang dapat bergerak jika diperintah olehnya. Mendengar jawaban dari pemuda itu, semua warga yang hadir dan pernah mengaku sebagai yang membunuh Raja Wali itu menjadi malu. Akhirnya Raja menikahkan pemuda itu dengan putrinya yang diselamatkan dari Raja Wali dan mereka hidup berbahagia di istana. The next one will be the English version of the story. A long time ago, there was a kingdom in South Sulawesi in which its king had seven daughters. According to the local customs there, should a king had seven daughters, then one of them must be sacrificed to a giant hawk to avoid misfortune to be befallen on the family. This made the king sad and worried as he did not want to lose one of his daughters. He thought long and hard to find a way so that all his daughters could stay alive. For days, the king did not eat and sleep well thinking of a solution. Until one day, suddenly he had an idea to hold a contest, which was open for his people to defeat the hawk with their magical capabilities. The next day, the king gathered his people in front of the palace and announced the contest. 
the king offered to marry his daughter to the winner of the contest, should the winner be a man, and to adopt the winner as a royal family member, should the winner be a woman. The contest would be held in a week's time, when the giant hawk came to the kingdom. Hearing about that contest, many of the people of that kingdom started to practice their magical powers in hopes to become the winner of the king's contest. Meanwhile, the palace soldiers built a veranda in a place that was quite far from the palace. That veranda would be the place where the princess would be before being sacrificed and was built to lure the hawk. Cakes, glutinous rice, and drinks for the giant hawk were also prepared. A week had passed and the day came when the giant hawk was to appear. Very early in the morning, the princess who was to be sacrificed was taken to the veranda, accompanied by her family members, palace soldiers, and many of the people of the kingdom. They were all very worried for the princess, who would be eaten by the giant hawk, should there be no one capable of defeating it. Nearing the arrival time of the giant hawk, everyone headed back to the palace worriedly and the princess was left alone in the veranda. Around the veranda, the contest participants were all ready with different weapons in their hands. Not long after, a young traveling man passed through that place. Seeing a beautiful girl sitting dejectedly in the veranda, the young man climbed up to the veranda and approached the princess, asking why she looks sad. The princess explained her situation, where she was to be a sacrifice for the giant hawk and about the king's contest to find a person who can defeat the giant hawk. The young man offered to stay with the princess in the veranda so that he could protect her from the hawk. While waiting for the hawk, the young man fell asleep. When the day approached noon, Suddenly there was a noise that sounded like an incoming storm. From afar, a giant bird was seen flying and flapping its wings towards the veranda. Seeing that the giant hawk was coming, the princess frantically woke up the young man. The young man brought out his powerful weapons, a blade that could stab by itself and a rope that could tie up by itself. Perched on the veranda, the giant hawk started to eat the cakes, glutinous rice, and drank the water which were available. After the giant hawk had finished eating and drinking, it readied itself to eat the princess. The young man immediately ordered his rope to tie up the giant hawk, and the magical rope quickly slid and wound itself all over the giant hawk's body. The hawk tried to break free from the rope by flapping its wings. In a short time, the rope began to loosen as it was not strong enough to hold the flapping wings of the hawk. The rope asked for help from the young man as it could no longer hold the flapping wings of the hawk. The young man quickly ordered his blade to stab the hawk. The blade flew and immediately started to stab the hawk many many times until the hawk was killed. The princess had been closing her eyes all this time as she was afraid. 
she only heard the voice of the young man talking with somebody. When she opened her eyes, the princess was confused as she did not see anyone else besides the young man and herself. The people who had been hiding near that area only came out after the giant hawk had been killed. Their weapons were of no use as the young man killed the giant hawk very quickly. The contest participants who felt that they had magical powers quickly chopped the body of the hawk to pieces. The young man who had killed the giant hawk started to take his leave as he wanted to continue on with his journey. As a token of her gratitude, the princess gave him her scarf. After the young man had left, the princess was brought back to the palace by her people using a carriage. Most of the people were fighting each other to bring the hawk's body to the king. But because the body of the hawk was very big, the people divided the pieces. Some brought the head, some carried the thigh, and some brought the leg of the giant hawk. They wanted to be proclaimed as the hero who managed to defeat the giant hawk. When they had arrived at the palace, the king and his whole family were very happy to see that his daughter was safe, and he asked his daughter who was the person who managed to defeat the giant hawk. The princess answered that she did not know who the young man was, and it seemed that he was not from their kingdom. The princess also did not know how the young man defeated the giant hawk as she closed her eyes due to fear. She only heard the voice of the young man ordering to tie up and stab the hawk. The king asked whether the princess would be able to recognize the young man should she see him again, and the princess answered that she could, and that she also had given her scarf to him. The king finally understood that it was no one from his people who had defeated the giant hawk, and he announced that there were no winners for the contest, but he would hold a big party to celebrate their freedom from the giant hawk. A big party then was held with a lot of food and drinks attended by the people of the kingdom. The king also held a ball game. From the palace balcony, the king, queen, and all his seven daughters sat and watched the ball game. The game players took turns entering the arena while playing the ball. From the midst of the watching crowds, suddenly an attractive young man entered the arena. He played with the ball with great skills, and a woman's scarf was seen tied on his arm. The princess recognized the young man who had saved her from the giant hawk. The king called the young man and asked whether it was true that he was the one who had defeated the giant hawk. The young man answered that he indeed was the one. And when the king asked what weapon he had used, the young man answered that he had used a rope and a blade which both could move when ordered by him. Hearing the young man's answer, the people who were present and had claimed that they were the ones who had killed the hawk became ashamed. Finally, the king married his daughter, who had been saved from the giant hawk, to the young man, and they both lived happily in the palace. I'm Natasha, and this is a story that I learned when I was a kid.
If you like it, please share it with your friends and family. The transcript is available on our blog, speakindo.life, or our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. We welcome your feedback. You may also subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss our next episodes. Speak Indo podcast is a medium to think about life while learning the Indonesian language and culture. Thank you and let's share positivity.